Hello and happy Friday, uh, brothers and sisters. It is Joe Zink, uh, pastor and leader of three rural Catholic parishes, coming to you on the podcast Cup of Joe. Um, it is Friday, May the 22nd, and uh, we will continue reading the gospel, looking at it, breaking it open, seeing, hey, does it pertain to our lives today at all? And if so, what is God inviting us to today through this gospel? Um, and, uh, and what could be better than that, you know? Uh, wherever you are, I hope you are well. Uh, the fact that it is May 22nd, we are about a month away from uh, the uh, June 21st, uh, what is that, the summer solstice, uh, where the uh, light is the greatest. And so we still have another month of gaining more and more light, unless, of course, you live in the Southern Hemisphere, which I suspect none of you listening do. It would surprise me if you do, but you down in Texas, you can kind of throw a rock and you're almost there. Um, so anyway, enjoy this light. Enjoy the, the weather that is uh, opening up before us. Uh, it's fantastic, and I hope you have a wonderful weekend with that. Let's uh, take a look at our gospel for today. <clears throat> we continue, uh, you know the drill, we're continuing through John. Um, <clears throat> we are, uh, in fact, going to do a bit of an overlap. The first verse today will be the last verse from yesterday. So for those uh, following along and scoring at home, we are going to be on John chapter 16, verse 20 through 23. So John 16, verses 20 to 23, the first uh, verse will sound very familiar, and then uh, the additional three uh, will, be, uh, will be new. Okay, so let's listen to the Word of God today. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus said to his disciples, Amen, amen, I say to you, you will weep and mourn while the world rejoices. You will grieve, but your grief will become joy. When a woman is in labor, she is in anguish because her hour has arrived. But when she has given birth to a child, she no longer remembers the pain because of her joy that a child has been born into the world. So you also are now in anguish, but I will see you again and your hearts will rejoice and no one will take your joy away from you. On that day, you will not question me about anything. Amen, amen, I say to you, whatever you ask the Father in my name, he will give you. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Well, I've been kind of testing that last verse quite a bit. I've been asking God for, uh, you know, a new Ford Mustang convertible for a number of years, even in his name. I said so. I said, Lord, I'm asking this in your name. And yeah, yeah. Okay, Jesus. Okay, Jesus. Whatever you ask the Father in my name, he will give you. What a good place to start. Wasn't planning to talk about this, but here we go. Um, so what does that mean? Obviously, it's not a vending machine mentality of God, that all we need to do is say the magic words, abracadabra, and, and, and God becomes at our control. Because, of course, it's the exact opposite. God is under no one's control. Uh, God is not magic. And so how do we 
um, in a sense, put ourselves under God's bidding and doing. And, and again, smarter people than I would, would break this open far better, I'm sure. But uh, I think the point is not to have a vending machine image of God. All I have to do is press this number, say this word, do this thing, pray this prayer, go to church, uh, you know, nine days in a row, whatever it is, and God will do this for me. I think what it means is the more we are connected to God, and, and, and I'm not going to pick on novenas, that nine days in a row is, is okay, but brothers and sisters, it is not magic. It is not we then through doing that novena nine days in a row, God must do this for us. It is we who in those nine days are changed by God. It is not God who changes. It is we who change. And, and the benefits of those nine days in a row uh, cascade over us in us putting our will at the foot of God. And so our wills become one, not because God's becomes mine, but because mine becomes God's. And the more we can do that, whether that's nine days in a row in a novena, whether that's going to Mass, whether that's praying the Lord's Prayer daily, whether it's doing the rosary, whether it's, it's reading Scripture daily, whether it is, is whatever it is, it's the more we put our will into the hands of God and our mind, our attitude, our being becomes that of God's. And so naturally, brothers and sisters, what we ask for the Father will give us because it is what his will is. Okay, that was a, a little tangent and diatribe that I did not plan on doing, but there you go. Let's, uh, let's traverse backwards, do a little bit of moonwalking through this gospel and go back to the first verse uh, Jesus is saying to his disciples, so he's talking to you and I, you've heard that about 18 times, amen, amen, I say to you, you will weep and mourn while the world rejoices. You will grieve, but your grief will become joy. That, that image, the contrast between what we as believers, we will weep and mourn while the world rejoices. Um, uh, you will grieve, but your grief will become joy. That, that image of the world acting one way and we acting another. Brothers and sisters, I would urge you, because I don't think this is true, and again, if you see differently, bless you. But I don't think John, the gospel writer here, is saying the world is bad. He's not saying we shouldn't enjoy the beauty of creation. No, in fact, that would be, that would be a typical, no, that's not the word I'm looking for, that would be a biblical, uh, because the, the truth is, Scripture very clearly says God created, and he looked at it, and it was good. Scripture is the first revelation of who God, or excuse me, creation is the first revelation of who God is. Creation. For 13 billion years, that was his revelation, and his sole revelation of who he was uh, before Scripture was written. Um, and so it's not a question of, oh, the world and and the beauty of, of, of the creatures or the, the, the sun or the sunset or, or this forest or lake or, or 
uh, of another human being or whatever, that that's bad. It's not. But what it's saying, I think, is kind of what Jesus was saying when Pilate and he were having that um, that discussion, that dialogue, because it truly was a dialogue, I think, uh, in John's gospel uh, later on. In fact, just two chapters later, I believe, where uh, Jesus or Pilate says, are you a king? And Jesus says, I'm not a king. You know, are you saying that because you're a Jew? You know, whatever. Uh, my kingdom is not of this world. That I am not of this world, meaning the worldly way of the way the world looks at power. Uh, that, that, that the kingdom of God is not similar to the kingdom of the world, of the ways of the world, um, that power and, uh, and privilege and, and uh, manipulation and greed or whatever those things are. That is not, when, when Jesus says, my kingdom is not of that world, of this world, that's what he's saying. He's not saying necessarily, I've got an army of angels and, I, and I'm, and I'm going to bring them down here, although that I suspect would be true. I think he's saying, listen, we have competing values here and value systems. And, and the one that you have and how you look at power and kingship, that's very different than how I look at kingship. I look at it as taking off my outer garment and washing the feet of those people. You look at it as lording it over someone. My kingdom is not your kingdom. And, and I think that's what he's saying here, too, is, where they many, many say to you, you will weep and mourn while the world rejoices. Uh, because whatever it is that um, runs opposite uh, the kingdom of God, of course it would rejoice with his ruination, with his going away. Uh, so I don't have to look in the light to see these things that I'm doing and have them known to everyone else, I can stay hidden in the dark and, uh, and rejoice at that because my inner intentions and uh, what my real goals are are not brought public. Um, and so it's, it's being that believer that says, uh, who I am, what you see is what you get. It's, it's, it's not taking on the ways of the world uh, that would be contrary to the kingdom of God, this kingdom that Jesus represents uh, in a moral way, in a relational way, in a mystical way, in a prayerful way, all those things. That is the kingdom we say yes to. And that world, even when it is present here in us, because we are in the world but not of the world, uh, even when it is present with us, that would not rejoice that Jesus is going, that would mourn along with him, like Mary Magdalene and, uh, and Mary, his mother, wept at the foot of the cross. Uh, there we see an image of the real kingdom and not of the world, the, the kingdom of God. The other thing I want to say is, um, well, and, and brothers and sisters, that last part I said, let's just remind that to remind us what are our values uh, and, and where, where, do we, where are we getting them from? Um, are they of the world, worldly things that are in contrast to the kingdom, uh, not worldly things that are good uh, and, and, and holy and whole, uh, but worldly things that would oppose the kingdom? Or are we getting them from um, 
our God, from the one who, uh, whose will we want to make our own. Uh, the other thing is this point of joy where it says, uh, but I will see you again and your hearts will rejoice and no one will take that joy away from you. What is joy? And again, other people can, can describe it better than I, but I would say, brothers and sisters, do not mix up joy with happiness. Happiness is an emotion. And it's going to come and go and that's wonderful. And it's great to be happy and I'm certainly not putting that down. It is not optimism. You know, that, that probably is, is closer to hope. What joy is, is that underlying, I'll say knowledge, but not knowledge of the head. It's that full understanding uh, in my heart, in my soul, in my body, in my, in my being, in my spirit, that I am loved and I am taken care of, even if I am sick and ill and dying or, or hurting or grieving uh, because of a lost relationship or a lost ability or a lost, uh, you know, um, position or whatever it is that, that I am still held and taken care of and loved and good and in union with the one who has conquered this world. Brothers and sisters, joy is the foundation upon everything else of which we walk. Uh, and remember in Galatians, the fruit of the Spirit, when he talks about that, joy is the second one he mentions. Paul does love. The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, etc. Joy is that deep understanding that no matter what happens to me today, oh gosh, I wish I had that quote from St. Josephine Bach. Oh, and, Bacterra or whatever. Oh, I'm just blowing this. I, I'm over at Holy Rosary's office today and I've got my quote in Keel's office. But basically she says, and says it better than I will, um, I am held in love and I am held in, in the arms of God and therefore, no matter what happens to me today, uh, I am, I am good, I am loved, I am okay. Again, she says it much better than me. The next time I'm at Kiel doing this uh, podcast, I'll try to quote it, and you'll be like, what? Joe, you weren't even close. But it's that idea of what she's saying, that it's not a question of external events. It's never that. I am held in love, and I am good. And regardless of what happens outside, that's the foundation upon which I rest. That's joy. And that, brothers and sisters, even in our grief, no one can take away. No one. Let's pray. We're at the end of the week. So we will finish our uh, last joyful mystery today. Uh, Jesus is found in the temple. Um, so it would make sense that perhaps a, a sorrowful mystery was when Jesus was lost in the temple. But you know, if that was ever on the, uh, of the five, it got bumped out by, uh, by some of the others, and understandably so. But uh, this is the final uh, joyful mystery of the finding of Jesus in the temple. Let's take a moment of silence, uh, and so you can come up with an intention for which to pray. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. The fifth joyful mystery, the finding of Jesus in the temple. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. 
Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell, lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. My friends, blessings to you uh, this weekend as we celebrate uh, the ascension of the Lord. He may have ascended where you are, but he has not ascended here yet, so uh, we're looking forward to that on Sunday. Uh, may your weekend be filled with every good joy and blessing, and uh, see you again on Monday. Bye-bye. <laughs>